Hello, everyone, and happy Sunday. Thank you for joining us on our double header tonight. Welcome, fellow Will enthusiasts of Spin and Win the Podcast. I'm Quentin. And I'm Kellen. And together, we're here to take you on an incredible journey through the lives of Will of Fortune alumni. Join us as we uncover the personal tells, triumphs, and transformations of those who spun the Will and won big. From cherished moments on set to the impact of their lives, we're diving deep into the stories before during and after their iconic Will of Fortune experience. This podcast is a celebration of diverse paths, a spotlight on the incredible individuals who dare to solve puzzles and chase a fortune. So tune in and let's spin the wheel. All right, here we go. Tonight we have Brian Schwartz. Brian, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. We truly appreciate it. What was our Will of Fortune journey like? How did you get to the show? Uh, the uh, journey was a long journey. It actually started out in, um, you want to go all the way back to about 1984. That's when I first saw the show and I fell in love with it right away as a little kid. Um, I was mesmerized by the spinning wheel and uh, all the other sound effects and visuals. And I just knew I had to be there one of these days. Can you take us back to like when you applied to the show, what made you want to apply for it? When did you have the audition and so forth? Uh, so let me see. I uh, wanted to apply probably uh, as soon as I was 18, I was ready to apply. But uh, before I even got to apply, my cousin was actually on the show in 1990. Wow. So then um, up until my 18th birthday, I was always uh, trying to pick her brain about how she did on her strategies for the game. And she was always happy to help me out. And then finally, when they decided to just have you put your name in online, that's the way I usually um, applied to be on the show. The first time I actually tried was in 2004 when the Wheelmobile came to Philadelphia and they were going to shoot shows in Philadelphia. I was not chosen and I wasn't um, chosen, you know, when they uh, put the uh, extra applications in the drum. I was not chosen then either. So I was like, oh, well, so wait another time. And the next time came in 2008. That was my first final audition. And I thought I did very well, but uh, they said, sorry, thanks, but no thanks. Wow. Yep. And then the second time was 2012. I finally did make it on stage, but I didn't make it past the uh, final audition. And finally, in 2015, I made it to another final audition, even though I didn't make it on the Wheelmobile stage. I did, I was drawn from the drum to fill in the empty spots. And that's when I finally got the letter. Oh, wow. That's so cool. So that was a long time coming. <laughs> Absolutely. That was seven year, uh, three final auditions over a seven year period. Wow. Yeah. Three final auditions in a seven year period. That's right. Did you ever go to the taping? Like when they were not <laughs> I was going to ask you, I mean, if you want, you know, yeah, actually, I did. They uh, came back to Philadelphia in 1999 in, uh, and in 2004. I actually did get to see uh, a couple of tapings of the show. Oh, that's cool. Cause I don't know. I thought it would have been like, eh. <laughs> you know, because actually there was a time I didn't make it either. And I was like, oh, I don't like the show. Anyway. <laughs> you, know? you made it on the show. Can you tell us more behind the scenes? What unexpected challenges or surprises did you encounter 
while filming your episode? Well, the biggest surprise I thought was, I know that uh, the waiting period could take anywhere up to 18 months, but my waiting period was a little bit over two years before they finally got me, um, before I finally got a tape date. And then when I finally got the tape date, uh, I found out that the Eagles had won the Super Bowl. And I was like, oh my God, I finally am going to be on Wheel of Fortune, but I'm going to have to miss the Super Bowl parade. So I get to uh, Culver City. I get there at 7.30 in the morning, I believe. And uh, we go through all the uh, paperwork and the uh, compliance and practices. And while we're going through uh, the paperwork, I see somebody come in the door. And I didn't really understand who it was until I saw her bag. It said v blank n n blank and then i'm like oh my god is that vanna because she came in with no makeup on her hair is back and she's wearing uh sweatpants and a t-shirt so i didn't recognize her at all until uh, somebody said hey it's vanna white yeah i knew that she usually uh, walked onto the set while they were uh, uh, practicing to spin the wheel so i was surprised that she had come into the green room before we got a chance to do that. Okay, wait, so you didn't go on the Jeopardy stage, did you? Or... No, I didn't go on the Jeopardy stage. This was in 2018. Okay. Before, uh, you know, before COVID and all that uh, other changes happened. Okay. Our makeup room was on the Jeopardy side, and she actually did the same thing. She uh, came in in sweatpants and, you know, and so forth. And, like, no one really realized it took a second for us to process what it was, you know, and figure out was vanna like she's the most sweetest person ever sweetest person ever absolutely she is and so um we had the regular um coffee and donuts and bagels and then after we uh or once we went onto the stage to practice and get toured around the stage then they brought the lunch food in uh which i think was just basically uh pita wraps mm-hmm. or sandwiches or something like that but once we got on the stage, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm home. I'm finally here. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I've been to uh, two other taping sessions when they came to Philadelphia. So I knew what the wheel looked like and I knew what the puzzle board looked like. But actually getting to see them up close now was a really surreal experience. Can you, like, walk us through your episode uh, when Pat and Vanna walked up when you first spun the wheel and so forth? Yeah. Well... It was a long day for me because uh, out of the uh, group that I had, I uh, drew the golf ball to say which show I'd be on. I drew the last show. So I was there the whole day. Oh, yeah. yeah. So were you in the yellow position? I was in the yellow position, yes. Okay. Well, because, I mean, I know you, you took your picture there because, like, I know at that time, too, when you were on, a lot of people took their pictures in positions that they weren't in. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, no, I didn't realize that. Like, so my opponent for actually fan favorites, she actually was in yellow, her original appearance, because she took a picture in, like, the red spot. And yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping to draw red. I wanted to be close to Pat the entire show. Yeah, I don't know. I thought, well, sorry, fun, but, like, I thought, I don't know, I thought red was weird. I don't know. I just thought red was weird. <laughs> I just thought red was weird. I wanted, is there, I wanted yellow, because, like, I feel like you had, like, a straight, being like you know like it wasn't too much angles because you know i don't know like how complicated it was like in my position because i was at, at the end it was harder because you're at the end and i don't know just a bunch of complications 
That's all right. Yeah, I wound up drawing yellow and it worked out better because uh, you can see my hands throughout the entire show. If you pay attention to above the wheel, you'll always see one of my hands on the uh, on the the thingamajig. (laughs) So can you walk us through that episode as far as like the puzzles um, and your final earnings and so forth? Absolutely. Um, Step by step. Let's hear. Yeah. So the show uh, taped on. February 9th, 2018, aired on April 13th, Friday the 13th of 2018. And um, Pat and Vanna walk out. I'm uh, mentally exhausted, but I'm uh, just, I'm running on fumes. But I think I finally did get a second win once they walked out. So I was like, okay, it's game time. I'm ready. So we get into the first puzzle. It was uh, on the map. I'm surprised that I buzzed in. And uh, I didn't want to just buzz it and say nothing. So I uh, tried the Horizon River, which is, there's no such thing as the Horizon River, but it was something. (laughs) And then after a couple letters came up again, I figured out that it was the Hudson River. So I missed out on that. But uh, April, to my right, she uh, got the $1,000 and she got to do the Pat Chat first. And then finally it came to me to do the Pat chat. And that was probably the uh, only time where I was really nervous because I didn't want to uh, step step over my words or stumble while talking to him. Because, you know, I've watched him for so many years and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm finally talking to him. (laughs) But I think I did all right. Uh, He asked me about the close-up magic that I do. I wanted to perform something, but they said that there wasn't going to be enough time. But uh, he asked me, do you make stuff disappear? And I quipped, uh, well, I tried to make money appear in front of me, but it didn't work. (laughs) You know, I think we all, I think everyone wished they could do that. (laughs) Absolutely. And uh, he says, well, now that would be a good trick. So then uh, Hannah, my other opponent, talks, and uh, then we get into the uh, second toss-up, which was a proper name. It was Daniel Day-Lewis, which I had no idea. Uh, April got it again. She has $3,000 at this point. And then the uh, first was, uh, I think, phrase. And um, April gets $2,500 right away, gets 5200 I think total and then she calls a wrong letter so that it comes to me and i'm uh spinning and calling letters i'm buying a lot of vowels on this puzzle and um when i finally figured out the puzzle was the only time that i looked at the wheel every other time i was trying to look at the puzzle and the use letter board so that i can like figure out my next move but then the last spin of that round is the only time i looked at the wheel and i was coming up on a bankrupt and I yelled, get out of there! <laughs> and so Pat took the opportunity to say, yeah, sometimes uh, yelling at the wheel works. So I land on 600. I call a B because that was the uh, most multiple letters of the two remaining multiple letters. The L was the other one I was going to go for. it, But then when I saw I was so close to that bankrupt, I said, I'm going to solve it. I got to bank more than $1,000. It was based on the best-selling book. And so I got $3,500 for that round. I can breathe easy now so that, so that uh, because I am I won more than the minimum, which is what I, one of the goals that I set for myself to do. The second round is a crossword, 
which I didn't really care for because, you know, it uh, cuts down on the amount of money that you can win, but whatever. The uh, category was I'll have the stake, S-T-E-A-K. And the first spin was a wild card, so I called an R. I got to pick up the wild card, which was fun for me. I wanted to pick something up off the wheel, too. And so uh, by a couple of vowels, I, um, the, the word going down I thought was ribs. So I pick a B, and that's not in there. So Hannah uh, spins now. Eventually she gets the, uh, the not the express, what is it, the mystery. And uh, she picks it up. It's the $10,000. So I'm thinking, well, this is great for everybody who can win, but, uh, man, that means she's going to get ahead of me. <laughs> And so she keeps spinning and calling the right letters and buying the right vowels. And then on her last spin, she calls a B, which I'd called previously. And I can't prove this, but uh, I get a feeling my cousin was by my side the entire taping. And she whispered in Hannah's ear, hey, try a B. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously that was already called and... April goes next. She hits a bankrupt right away. And so I says, uh, I'm sorry to everybody who's going to lose out on $10,000, but I got to get, I got to solve this now. It was porterhouse, sirloin, rare. And the one word I couldn't get for a while was rump. Steak is usually made from the rump of the animal. Oh, wow. So, and you won your prize puzzle, right? I did win the prize puzzle. Yeah. Uh, I started third. Well, uh, well, I shouldn't say started third, but uh, Hannah goes first. She uh, gets a few letters in there and then uh, hits bankrupt. And then April is filling in the uh, missing letters in the word Italian. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, I've got to solve this puzzle. I knew it was a trip to Italy, which I wanted really badly. So she calls a wrong letter. I take one spin to try to get the express wedge because I knew exactly what it was. So I knew I could take advantage of that. I hit 650 and I call a G. And then I was uh, really excited. So I, I think my voice pretty much cracks. I said, I'm going to solve the puzzle. <laughs> Brushing up on my Italian. Yes. <laughs> And so Pat then tries to uh, throw a wrench at me. He says, you know, the the puzzles go with the prizes, so you want a brand new toothbrush. <laughs> the, oh, joke was that bad. I, the joke was that bad, I didn't get it until after the show aired. Yeah, you know, it's funny, because, like, I'm surprised they didn't do that to me, because, like, I was just on and off my show, because, like, my prize puzzle was Life is Better and Flip-Flops. I'm surprised he didn't say... Cause I said like, oh, I'm sorry, like to my opponents. I'm just like, he's like, hell, you get a lifetime supply of flip. I'm sorry, I didn't say that, but I was like, <laughs> it was funny when they were describing the prize. I uh, turned to talk to him and I said, I thought you were gonna say uh, you're going to the Italian market in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and even like my prize puzzle, so it was Saint Martin. I can't, I don't know. Why I kept thinking it was Hawaii for some reason. I don't know, cause I don't, I, don't know. I feel like when I see that word, I they usually have like Hawaii or I don't know. Sound or something. That's what I kept thinking, but it was, but like the show before me was twice. Was like, I don't think they use the same price for two shows. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, unless it's like, unless it's like like a certain week, and like maybe, but like I'm like my first show. I was like, there's no way I'm gonna go to Maui because like the person show, show before me was Maui. So I'm like, I don't think that's gonna happen for me. So thankfully, it was it was in the Caribbean, which I'd never been. So I was like, 
okay, like I can breathe, even though I have no clue where this place is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, at that time, I'm up to fourteen thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars in cash and prizes. We yeah. come back from the break, and uh, the third toss-up puzzle comes up. I'm like, okay, I got to knuckle down because I can add to my lead. Uh, the I think it was person, uh, so not a proper name. And um, April buzzes in. She says uh, bookkeeper, which is what I was thinking, so I thought she had it. And uh, Pat says no. So then they uh, put in a few more, and then I figured it out. It was scorekeeper. Oh. So... I got the $3,000 and the right to start the round. And it was 80 song lyrics, which I thought I would have a good chance at. Um, we, I did a couple of spins, one right letter, one wrong letter, then April, or then, uh, Hannah misses uh, on a vowel after getting a couple of letters. Goes back to April. She So the puzzle starts with me. I get one letter and then miss again on the second spin. It goes over to Hannah. She gets a couple of letters and then misses a vowel. Goes over to April, who gets, I think, one letter and then uh, misses. Goes back to me. And uh, I almost fell over the wheel because as I'm about to spin, the bell goes off for the uh, final spin. So I'm like, okay, got to stand up now. Let uh, Pat do the final spin. And as soon as he did not hit $5,000, I'm like, okay, great. I won the game because I was doing the math in my head. He hit uh, 800, which is $1,800 for every continent. And I knew that there would not be enough uh, for either of my opponents to catch me. But the puzzle I didn't get, April eventually got it. It was walk like an Egyptian, which, you know, I kind of knew, but uh, not as well as some of the other 80s tunes. So she finishes with $4,800. Pat walks by me and he says, I'll be back to talk to you in just a minute. <laughs> and then uh, Hannah, unfortunately, goes away with uh, the minimum of $1,000. And then he finally comes back to me and uh, I, I have the choice, I think it was between thing, place, and living things. I chose living things because I thought that would be the least broad of the all the three categories. And I kept the wild card for the whole time, so I got to uh, take an extra consonant with me. So everything's ready. They set up the uh, bonus wheel, and uh, the floor manager says to me, okay, I'll go get uh, that guy, whatever his name is. And so I look, I lean over his direction. I said, oh, you mean Chuck, right? <laughs> As in Chuck Woolery, the original host. Yeah. So Pat comes up here. He um, asked me, uh, do you have anybody in the audience? And this is before we roll tape so that uh, he knows where to look. And I point, point them out to him. And um, so, like I said, the tape rolls. He, uh, he takes the wild card as I point out my parents who are in the audience. And uh, I spin the bonus wheel. It keeps spinning and spinning for a while. He says, uh, well, where is it going to stop? And I thought I'd uh, get a funny line in there. I said, wait until next week. Because <laughs> my show was a Friday show, so I yeah. spun it so hard, I thought it would go on until next week. Sounds like you had the jokes. <laughs> I did. In fact, he uh, complained about that. He says, you're getting way too many laughs here, Brian. But I think he enjoyed it. So uh, I think I landed on the P. I take the envelope, hand it to him. The uh, living thing. Uh, not a lot of help with the RSTL and, and 
LN and E. So I choose uh, B, G, H, and an O. And then for the extra consonant, I was uh, playing back and forth. Should I do a P or a D? And I chose a D. So uh, only the D came up. And so just like with the uh, with the toss-up, I didn't want to uh, stand there for 10 seconds and look stupid. So it doesn't matter how stupid it sounded, I was going to say something just to try to make an effort to solve the thing. So I thought it was waddling swans or puddle something. And uh, time runs out and he says, well, you uh, made a couple of new uh, breeds of cuddly puppies. <laughs> oh, was oh, that was the answer? That was the answer, cuddly puppies. Yeah, I didn't have a whole lot of information, so I failed. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, and I think, I guess because like I was on with the new board, but like, don't the letters look like gigantic when you're up there? What's that? Don't the letters look like gigantic when you're playing the bonus round? Because like you're like right on the floor. I couldn't tell the difference, uh, to tell you the truth. Uh, probably because you know, like I was just trying to put myself in a zone. Oh and yeah, I don't. Yeah, because yeah. I, I guess because see, I was obviously like I, I'm on, I was on with the new board, and I and I'm like, and we had someone on here who's on the same season as me. We were like, you know, when you play the bonus round, the letters. I mean, with the new board, it looks gigantic. Oh, okay. I still had the uh, older "quote unquote" board. Yeah, because no, because I don't. Yeah, because it's it's weird. Because like, well, I don't know. I think like the week the first show I was on, I don't know. Like our a lot of our our bonus rounds are just kind of weird. But yeah, I knew it was around the time uh, that they were starting to use a lot of uh, J, Q, and Z words or X words. Oh, well, mine was a W. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was so funny because I don't know because like and it was so weird, but like I think everybody else's show except maybe like the second show I was like getting. So I mean, yeah. so that's what I felt good about. I was like, and actually, like a lot of the other kids that made it to the bonus round, they're like, I mean, since so I was getting like, oh my god, like I hope if you make it that far, I hope you get yours. And I was like, oh, that would be that would be nice. I mean, I'm I'm not kind of making it that far. Like I'm I was kind of kind of like you know I'm just gonna have a good experience, and if I don't make it that far, I'm okay. I'm glad at least the first round made it that far. <laughs> exactly i was feeling the same way you know like like i said at the beginning i just wanted to solve at least one puzzle to yeah no i don't know I, I just wanted the prize puzzle i was like look i just want a trip i don't i don't i don't, I don't care about winning i just want a trip oh okay <laughs> i could i would have liked to have gotten more cash i wound up landing on thirty five thousand dollars, which was not I mean, well, that was the minimum price, but was that the minimum that was the minimum at the time yeah i was on yeah. season 35 yeah so, Brian, it took you about seven years to get on the Wheel of Fortune, and you finally got on. So how did your perspective on luck and chance change since your appearance on the Wheel of Fortune? I don't think it's changed at all. Uh, I always consider myself a lucky person. I didn't consider myself as lucky as I uh, did when I was on the show because I uh, actually avoided bankrupt and lose a turn throughout the entire game. Like I said, except for that one time where I came really close to hitting bankrupt, but luck was on my side the entire time, and I just called the right letters almost every time, and so I was able to keep control away from my opponents. So I guess I consider myself the luckiest guy on the face of the earth. So as far as being on the show, did you find any luck there? I think I did, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, I was lucky just to have the opportunity to play the game. Right. But um, 
I also consider myself very lucky that uh, I was able to keep up uh, the enthusiasm the way I did after having to be there for the entire six hour uh, day. Like I said, I was wor I was really worried about um, being out of gas from all the clapping and the applauding or in the screaming about the other games. <laughs> but thankfully, I uh, was able to stick it out and go the whole way, go the distance. Right, exactly. Um, and if you could give advice to anyone who's interested in being on the Wheel of Fortune or any game show, what advice would you give to that person? And just like me, even if it only take if it takes you a few times, don't give up trying. If it's something you really want to do, it's going to be worth it in the very end. Mm -hmm.